welcome to the Game Over Screen, a podcast on the Merc with the Movie Blog Podcast Network, where we talk about all things video game related, what we've been playing, the news of the week. And uh I was going to say much more, but that's really it. Yeah, it's, there's, there's not a whole lot a, of substance. Been a dull, yeah, been a bit of a dull uh... life. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always by my fellow co-host, starting with Tyler. Tyler, how's it going? Hey, we don't have any big stories this week. That's crazy. Yeah, right? It feels like we started we started the show in May, so we started it right in big story season. Yeah. We had a and lot of just... Summer always happens to have, like, right at the beginning of summer, it's like a lot of big release, they'll, like, announce a lot of stuff. Usually in hopes that it'll be out by the holiday season. Yeah. And Brendan is also here. Hi, Brendan. Hi. I will say next week is going to be weird because we record on the 21st and then at the 20, on the 22nd at DC Fandom, they're going to show the Suicide Squad game and the new Batman game, or they're going to at least talk about them slightly. So tomorrow might be a slow news week as well, just because two major game announcements will be happening the day after we record. Yeah. So I can also say now that my, uh, my punishment is over, I can now be referred to as a, be, uh, what is it referred to as uh, one of your uh, also one of your hosts? Because you know, remember I was gone for two weeks and then now I'm back and I've yeah, been yeah. Back for about four weeks now. So <laughs> yeah, and I I stopped uh, punishing for you for it two weeks ago, but you just okay, bringing I, it up now. I thought you forgot. I never forget. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump right into it with Tyler's Animal Crossing report. Tyler, how was the week in Animal Crossing? Uh, it was okay. I mean, not much happened. I, uh, I think last Friday I got a new villager named Tia. She is a elephant that looks like a teapot. Uh, and recruiting her was very tough because, uh, she has this mechanic I've never seen, which is she asked me to play a game. Oh, uh, and she guessed she, she ride in on a little tricycle as well. <laughs> no, I wish, but she uh, <laughs> she pulls out a deck of cards, shuffles them, and then asks me to pick the card she pulled, whether it be uh, the suit or the color. And uh, I felt like she was cheating because every time I got it wrong, <laughs> and uh, eventually I, I get her, I get I guess the right one, and so nice. she joined. She kicked out uh, my pink gorilla. I'll just bring her back at some point. I'm not too worried about it. Other than that, uh, I did get fucked in my prices this week. It wasn't it wasn't too stressful. Uh, I'm not really worried about bells anymore. You know, living the high life. Yeah, yeah, the one percent. But one day, one day the game said, "Hey, you might get you might get uh, 700 plus uh, bells during this transaction." And I went, "Okay, cool. I'll come back." During that time, and I'll, I'll see what I get. And I came back, and they're like, "You get eighty-six bells for your turnips." Damn. And I was like, "Oh, you fucked me real hard." <laughs> and then, other than that, I've just been finally remodeling my kitchen area. No more casting couch; it's gone. Thank God. I was and actually I rather to... a fan of that. <laughs> I just gotta re-upload that so that people who do happen to show up don't see that anymore. <laughs> but that's it for Animal Crossing. 
All right, Destiny Rundown. Brendan, you've played more Destiny than I have, but I did play a little bit of Destiny. So why don't you tell us? Solstice started. Solstice yeah, Solstice appears. Um, it's Bungie's very poorly made summer event that they've done for the last three years. Um, so basically what it is, um, cause I know Tyler, you're just totally up to date on everything Destiny related. Um, basically what it is, is you get, um, there's a default set of armor you get at the beginning of the game. Uh, it's kind of like, it's like, you know, if you look on the box cover for the game, it's the armor for each of the classes. Um, that essentially you get it and you have these quests and stuff that you have to complete while wearing this armor. So it's like doing, uh, like a lot of PvP stuff, a lot of PvE stuff, completing like strikes, bounties, this, that, and the other. And then you can upgrade the gear. So to start, so they used to do it where it'd start out what? Last year they did it where they started out as like green, then it went to blue, then purple, and then you could get it some other stuff. This year they've done it differently to where it just starts out as blue, and then it just goes immediately to purple. Um, which purple's legendary gear, so it's higher tier gear. Um, but yeah, so you know, Souls of Heroes. Um, they brought the EAZ back, or the what is it, the European Aerial Zone? Yeah, got it in one. Oh wow, okay. Um. So that's pretty fun, you know, it's like you just kind of float around, you kill a bunch of mini bosses and stuff, then a big boss spawns, you kill it, uh, then you have, and depending on the number of mini bosses you kill, it will determine how many chests uh, you have that spawn, which, uh, what was it, uh, one of our friends who played, he hopped in and he backfilled one and they had killed 12 mini bosses, which oh, my was God. pretty impressive. The most I've ever gotten was nine, um, but that was really trying. But, so, you know, it's like the more mini-bosses you kill, uh, at the end of it, there's a chest that'll spawn. And for each mini-boss that you kill, another chest will spawn throughout the map. Um, You get these solstice packages, which will give you, like, random gear and stuff like that. And you need these keys to unlock them. Um, So you get those through doing different stuff. So, yeah, I, I did a little bit of that. I got to the purple gear, which, it actually, it wasn't that hard. Um, I know, Sean, you had told me, I think it was actually earlier today... Um, that apparently with the blue gear for Titans, which is a class that I mostly play, there was a bug or something where it would go like, what, three times, like your progression would go up three times faster. Yeah. Like so, that. so they were having it because once you complete a set, right, yeah. when you go into another set, like, so if you complete Hunter, when you go to do the Titan, it's supposed to go twice as fast. And then mm-hmm. once you've done Hunter and Titan, Warlock will go three times as fast. Okay. But the Titan wasn't working on that one. Like, you weren't getting the modifiers. So they patched it, and they ended up just giving it a three times modifier as the base without having to complete the other two first. <laughs> and okay. so now, if you play a Titan, you just get through the blue gear at three times as fast without having to have done the other two first. Okay. Um, so um, yeah, fucked up. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's like Bungie. Fix one thing, destroy the rest of the game. Well, it's like doing any sort of project around your house or anything. You do, you fix one thing and seven more things fall apart. Um, is that how your week has gone? Pretty much. Um, that's why I haven't played many games this week because I've spent the last three days fixing my AC unit. Um, so that was fun. But, um, but yeah, so I did get a little bit of time to mess around and do that. Um, play some Gambit. Um, so yeah, you know, the whole, uh, this, you know, Heroes of Solstice stuff, it's, it's fun, you know, it's, it's cool, but it's the same thing they've done three years, or like three or four years in a row now, and it's just kind of boring after a while. I'm glad it's not in the Infinite Forest, because the Infinite Forest has an environment to me, just kind of blows, because there was so much more they could have done with it, 
and they've only locked it to like strikes and other things that aren't just the basic open world yeah, where you run around you know, and look. The seasonal events. Yeah, which is dumb in my opinion. The only cool one was the Halloween one they did where it was like the haunted yeah, court. That, that one, one was cool. cool. That one I will admit was cool. Um, But yeah, you know, that was just, um, you know, that, that was it. I didn't play too much, but I did mess around with it a little bit and that's just kind of what I did. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm still working on my blue set. I got a couple pieces done. I played... I barely played any, but I played a little bit pretty much yeah. just when I had a couple minutes, I hopped in and did a couple strikes and some crucible and stuff to yeah. get completion uh, on stuff. Yeah. It wasn't super. No, it's not. In my it's opinion, not. you know, I definitely. No, I, yeah. They made it a lot easier this time around. Yeah, um, you're right. But, you know. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with them bringing back EAZ. I just, it's like, I don't know. It was cool last year when it was new, mm-hmm. but now but it's not it new. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I don't know. I did it last year. I really, I kind of wish they could have put something new together, maybe using the moon, but. That I think would be cool, yeah. I guess they can't because then you'd have to have Shadow Keep, but it doesn't matter. They could put a free event on the moon. They could yeah. give you access to the moon for one event. I don't know. Uh,. And regardless, that's Destiny. Halo Hoedown! We actually played a little bit of Halo this week. Brendan and I started playing through Halo 1 because yes. I want to play the Halo games at some point and I have the yes. Master Chief collection on Steam. So we played, like, what, the first three missions or two missions? We got to the first two missions, so... Yeah. Because it was a little bit late and I think you had... I think you were recording something, I don't remember. So we, we yeah. got to squeeze in a little bit, um... But yeah, so we got through the first two missions. Uh, we're on Truth and Reconciliation, which is the third mission, where we have to go and rescue uh, Captain Keys. He's been taken by the Covenant, and Captain Keys was the guy at the beginning cutscene at the helm of the Pillar of Autumn, which was the big ship we were on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, what did you think? I, let, me ask, let me ask you that. What, what did you think? Because you've never actually played any of the Halo games before, have you? No. I mean, it's dated. But like, you yeah, you can definitely tell that it's. Mind. I don't mind that. Uh, honestly, I've been having a lot of fun just turn changing the graphics modes back and forth to yep. see what it used to look like yeah. and what it looks like now. Um, I, I really two can do the same as well. I have to double check on that. I think Reach can do the same as well. Yeah. Um, I I I will say I, one thing I really enjoyed doing was uh, as we were fighting our way off the pillar of autumn or whatever autumn. um whenever we meet a new group of enemies i'd go uh, uh going going blank. blanky mode uh which repeat the same meme 10 times in a row yes yes until it's not funny anymore and then i will continue i don't know if you guys know i i, I hope everybody has seen the meme where it's like master chief what are you doing in that snuggie master going chief, blanky am I mode. telling me what you're doing in yeah. that snuggie sir going blanky mode yeah, I don't know why I love that so much. I think it's fucking hilarious. It is a funny meme. No, I, I, I will, I will uh, give it to you on that. It does suck though because, as I told you, um, it's an it's an old Master Chief action figure, uh, Tyler, where it was um, Master Chief, and he's got sort of like this big, almost like like oh, sounds like a cloak on. Yeah, yeah like from the trailers, room. right? The, like, yeah, the original trailers. Yeah, 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 and so. The problem was is that they had a whole thing planned for that, and then they just scuffed it, and they were like, yeah, we're not going to do it anymore. So you had this like really cool thing that could have been done with that, 
and yet action figures for it, but they never like actually did anything with it, so it was just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, they never went blanky mode. Which no, is they did not. Um, because <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, yeah, the first mission was really cool. They really don't tell you shit uh, while you're playing, which is fine. I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, uh, you know, I, you know, like what Cameron and I are doing, where we're playing through the games. We started with um, Combat Evolved, which is one that we played. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just do that because it introduces the worlds and everything a lot better than just going straight into Reach. Because you know, like as like I've said, and as most people know, Reach is actually in chronological order. It goes Reach, then Combat Evolved, then yeah. two, then three, three ODST, four, and five. Um, so they actually, I don't know if you noticed, but in the beginning cut soon when Cortana is talking to Keys, they mentioned Reach. It's very brief. It's just in, they mentioned they're like, uh, oh, yeah, when we were leaving Reach or whatever. So yeah. all the events of Reach take place, like, I think it's literally like maybe two or three weeks after, or no, before, yeah. sorry, before when you start Combat Evolved. So yeah, for someone like you who doesn't really know much about the world of Halo, they don't really do too much explaining, but they do. It does build up everything a lot better, in my opinion, starting from Combat Evolved as opposed to starting from Reach. Yeah, and I know that Reach. Uh, I know Re where Reach ends. I know what the final mission of Reach mm -hmm. is. So it, I mean, I don't yeah. know how you could not know what the final mission of Reach is at this point. It's just so prevalent, but. Uh, yeah. The the combat is fun if dated. It's a little confusing the control scheme, but I was getting used to it by the time yeah. we stopped playing. Uh I did blow you up a couple times. Uh so, once on accident, the rest <laughs> of the times on purpose. The first interaction we get into combat. You know, I've played this mission before, so I already pick up my assault rifle, I'm killing enemies. Sean I don't know exactly what Sean did. But he picked up a plasma <laughs> grenade, the, and the plasma uh, grenades they stick to. They if yeah. you if you hit someone with it, it sticks to them. Mm -hmm. Um, so he stuck one in the dead center of my back, and he was, oh, I think I threw a grenade at you or something. And that's <laughs> when I just get blown up. I just get launched across this like little cafeteria we're fighting in, and I'm like, what the hell was that for? <laughs> well, I tried to shoot my gun, and I went for the trigger. And yeah, the, the controls, grenades. the controls at the beginning, I play, I think it's like the classic controls. That's what I prefer. I like them better. Um, but they're a little wonky if you've never played them before with them. No, before. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the gameplay is fun. Uh, I definitely get now just playing the first two missions. Like, I'm like, Oh, I get how infinite is a return to form because like that trailer we saw of infinite is almost exactly it's very similar to what you're doing in the beginning of Halo Combat Evolved. Yeah, yeah. It's a ship going down and then landing and going around an open world on the Halo ring or an open oh, world. Well, I mean, like, if you look map on the Halo them. ring to I mean, to even find, if you look at, yeah. you know, the box art for Infinite versus yeah, Combat Evolved, yeah. it's this. It's literally the yeah. same exact cover. Yeah, it's very similar, but I'm right. I'm enjoying it. I we yeah. have to play more, but I just wanted to bring Absolutely. it up because we played a little bit of it. Um, all right, and the last kind of little pre-show segment we're gonna do real quick. Tyler, you and I played quite a bit of the uh, Marvel Avengers beta this weekend. You played much more than I did, or last weekend. You played a lot more than I did, but we we still uh, I think we did. Everything. I mean, we yeah, we we can basically completed the beta. Yeah, all of yeah, it. Nice. Yeah. Um. So, now, we talked about it a little bit last time because we played for a couple hours, but 
what are what are your thoughts on the game from what you played in the beta? Uh, from what I've played, uh, I think this game's going to be really fun. Uh, there's definitely some things they can iron out, uh, but I like where it's going so far, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like how different the story feels from the Warzone stuff. Yeah. Like, the the story feels like, at least to me, the story didn't feel like, um, it didn't feel like story missions in a Warzone setting. It felt like this is a story campaign mission, and the Warzone stuff felt like a completely different thing. From what I understand, the campaign happens first, and then the Warzones happen. Um, apparently you don't have to do it like that. Like, you can jump into a Warzone before finishing the campaign, but it will tell you that yeah, yeah, you might have to spoil it. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like the campaign is going to be like a, hopefully more like that first Hulk mission. The second Hulk mission wasn't a campaign mission. It was. No, that was, that was definitely just a war zone. Yeah. That was like an iconic mission. I think they called it. And I guess each hero has an iconic mission. Um, I'm not sure exactly what you're going to get from those. Uh, but yeah, the, I like the campaign and the war zones feel very different, uh, in my opinion. I really love how Iron Man plays. I love the hell. Yeah, Iron Man's Iron real Iron fun. Man. Yeah. Iron Man and, and Black Widow are probably my favorites in that beta. I like Kamala too. Uh, mm-hmm. but it's that thing where if you, if you're just starting, and I've seen this a lot, cause I, I kind of tune into what everyone's saying about the game, where people who haven't played a lot of it and like don't like it haven't like, upgraded that character to get that more unique yeah. feel of the character, yeah. right? Yeah. Cause at the start of one definitely feels not, not entirely too different. Like it, everything's kind of basic, but once you start upgrading stuff, getting different kind of weapons or different like modifiers to your moves, like being able to grab someone with Kamala and then like move your camera around to whip them places. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just, it's, it's real fun. I like what they're doing, and I want to see where it goes. I definitely want to play, like, Thor and Captain America, too. Definitely just definitely, want yeah. them in my hands. Because you play a little bit of them during the 8A sequence. Thor actually gets a pretty meaty se- uh, section of the 8A sequence, but Cap is really, there's not a whole lot. Yeah, it's uh, like a single room. Yeah. I I really liked the kind there was kind of a dungeon i think it was called like a villain sector or something yeah the villain the villain den yeah it was where like where you a, fought the robot the, yeah, the warbot the warbot it was like a big uh big boss it was a like massive uh kind of like walker robot yeah like a big spider bot kind of but yeah, yeah. way bigger than the other spider bots yeah, I'd almost compare it to like an ATTE from Star Wars, if people know what that is. It's like the Clone Wars era walkers. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. That was a really fun fight. I did, we did it twice. Both times I did it as Iron Man because, uh, you'll rip Iron Man from my cold dead hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, as Iron Man, I feel like I had a completely different experience than you did as Black Widow or as yeah because you're you're like flying around and blasting yeah. from afar while me and, and and Hulk and Kamala are like on the ground underneath yeah. his feet like beating yeah. shit up or I'm 
on climbing to the top and fighting those pillars while dodging that, the electricity. That shit was cool. I was just, I was flying, like, I think it was the first time, the first time we didn't, I didn't see you up there. You were just like, I'm on top of him, but I never really got to see it. The second time we did it, I was flying around and I like, you feel like, like you just, this is going to sound, I know people hate this about <laughs> Spider-Man. People, I hate it when they, when people say this about Spider-Man, you feel like Iron Man from the movies. Cause I'm like, I'm flying and then I'll break really quick. And I'll turn around and I'll like blast lasers into the side of the thing. And I just saw Black Widow fucking zip up to the top of the thing and like pump, 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 like fucking beating the shit. I'm like, oh shit, uh, Tyler's there. And you were beating on like these, these big power relay things. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go in there and help. And I fucking flew in really fast. I, I do, uh, one thing that really quick, just cause I'm thinking about it. I flew, I like, I flew in to help you, but, uh, the flight, the flight speed on Iron Man, I hope there's a, I hope there's maybe a tree somewhere. Cause it's supposed to be like three skill trees, I think. Yeah, there's and... skill trees. There's three skill trees. I think one of them, I think for all of them, one of them is called mastery. I don't know what the other one, I think the other one that we haven't seen is more specific to the character as well. Yeah. But I know mastery is definitely a tree that I think they all have. Yeah, everybody has one tree in the beta, and it seems to be built around their abilities mm-hmm. and their kind of arsenal of weaponry. And I hope there's a movement tree somewhere, because I would like Iron Man to move a little faster in flight mode. When he's flying specifically, I just think he moves a little slower than I'd like. But it was cool to see you like on the on the ground fighting, and I just... Boom, smash into the ground, throw a couple punches, fire a rocket at close range, and then blast off into the air again. Like, I don't know if you felt this way, but while we were playing, there were plenty of times where I felt like I was in that first Avenger, like that first, the the Battle of New York in. Yeah. Just that sequence in the Battle of New York where everybody's kind of fighting separately, but their battles intertwine and cross over. Yeah, every time I looked up, I was like, where's Sean? He just flew off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I just, that's when it, like, because it feels like there's something for everybody to do. Especially as Iron Man, like, there's, pretty much as Iron Man, your job is take care of the aerial forces first, and then kind of clean up. Like, pick little fights on on little enemies that you can take out really quick, and then blast off and fight a couple different enemies. And... So like, I'll and, be- and they and they 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 balance his his arsenal by having him gain meter to use his his weapons through physical attacks. Yeah. Once he uses his overcharge move, so you're forced to go in and do some actual combat. But if you're doing it right, it, it's not even a problem. Like pretty yeah. much, I I I would like when I was kind of far away, I'd use maybe more of the beam weaponry, like the lasers or the repulsor. But if I went in for melee combat, I'd switch over to the rockets because you hit them like one, two, three, and then use the heavy attack to fire a rocket at them, and it would pretty much you pretty much kill anybody in like one combo. Uh, the rockets are super powerful, especially at close range. But yeah. like, there would just be times where I'm like, I'm I I'd clear out the all the air enemies and I've kind of cleared out the outskirts of the battlefield. And I just see Tyler like beating on like one of the top tier enemies. And I'd be like, all right, here I come Tyler. And just boom, smash into the ground next to him. Punch, punch, rocket. All right, fly off, go find Hulk and help Hulk out for a second. It just, 
I don't know. It felt it felt really good to me. I don't know how you felt about that kind of stuff in terms of yeah. But when I played as when I played as Iron Man, I, I definitely get that feel. And and from the stuff I've seen, I know I posted that that combo video, which is really cool. Uh, even with just having that one skill tree in the beta, but uh, playing as Black Widow mostly was also pretty fun. Definitely a different feel. I have the guns like the. Yeah, the SMGs, the dual pistols, and the revolver. Revolver is really strong because you can charge oh, that shot yeah. as well. Oh yeah, and it breaks. And shield, so, right? yeah, it does. So I just blast a couple revolver shots from far away, and it take a lot of health off, even on some of the higher difficulties. Mm-hmm. But she feels so good to play when you're like just comboing someone to death. Like you walk in, and he, she has sort of that with her grappling hook. She has that kind of like the spider-man ps4 thing where you web zip in uh-huh. to hit someone yeah yeah so you like hit someone and that that's gonna stun them do some combos maybe like hold square for like an uppercut or something and then you hit them with the grappling hook again and you're just going and you're just going and maybe end it with a shot or something just to finish it off yeah and that was real fun and with like with iron man where it felt like all right Fly somewhere, get in the little engagement. Fly somewhere else, get in the little engagement. I did play... I think Black Widow was my second most played character after Iron Man. And while playing as Black Widow, it would fe- it felt like you never stopped moving. Like, there, I would, like, grapple to somebody, beat them up. They'd be dead pretty quick. And then i just immediately grapple to the next person. And I'm just, like, just using the grapple to move through the enemy in a really fun way that I, I thought it was really fun. Um... I didn't get a whole lot of playtime as Kamala or Hulk, mostly because like I didn't love either of their play styles. Honestly, I, I Hulk was okay. I didn't I didn't love it. Uh, Kamala I liked more than Hulk, but yeah, still. I, I think Kamala's fun. I maxed out her her battle her hero card today, yeah. and that wasn't too hard. So I got her Jersey Girl skin, and uh, I think she's fun. I like her her R two ability is that she she temporarily grows larger as long as you hold it. Yeah. So yeah. she's doing more damage, doing more stun, and then you top that off with other abilities that you have. Like uh, if you have something that gives you like gamma radiation after killing a certain amount of enemies and stuff like that. Yeah, and the team play is is great in that I have an ability that uh, the intrinsic bar, which is kind of what allows you to use like. At least on Iron Man, it allows you to use um, your special abilities. Mm-hmm. I think on Black Widow, increases the amount of damage you're doing. Maybe. I, I haven't figured that out yet, which hers does. Yeah. But pretty much, I, the Iron Man ability immediately fills out your intrinsic bar and, and makes it infinite. And I yeah. think that's a group ability. I think it was do. I think it's supposed to fill out everybody's. Yeah, because that's a support power. ability. So I yeah. assume it, it affects the group, much like. Uh, Kamala has the yeah. she she fills her bar, but she also heals people who are around her. Yes, uh, her Hulk abilities and AOE heal. Yeah, Hulk's uh, gives him super armor as well as he draws enemy aggro to him, mm-hmm. as well as he he will gain health uh, as he hits enemies, which is the trade off for drawing all the enemies to him. Yeah, and Black Widow can make the entire team stealth or anybody yeah. around her stealth. So it just and that and that helps increase the uh the finisher meter. Yes. 
it just it it feels like the team play feels really good. The combat I think feels good. Um, and and the, some of the some of the other ones I heard, uh, like Thor, his uh his like he calls down the electricity, I believe. Yeah. If Iron Man is hit with that, then he gets overcharged. Oh, that's awesome. And you can you can you can shoot Iron Man's lasers off of Cap Shield. Oh, thank God! Oh man! Oh, I can't wait to do that. I was hoping that you'd be able to, but I wasn't sure because there's a block button for for Cap, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited to do that! I can't wait. I'm really excited to see what how the kind of the 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 team play because it feels like it's a real big part of it is the team working mm-hmm. together. Um, now. We've been very positive about it. I'm going to say a couple of negative things. Okay. Mainly the performance is pretty terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's not too bad, but when you get into some of those open areas with like a bunch of enemies, like it's, it's real bad. It's, yeah. it's not too great. Um, I'm hoping I'm going to take them at their word where they say that. On the PlayStation 5, there will be a 60 FPS dynamic 4K mode. Um, I will take them at their word that that will run as they're saying it is. And if they're saying that it's going to be dynamic 4K with 60 FPS, I expect that that means... If that if they're claiming 60 FPS on dynamic 4K, I expect that there's no way you won't get 60 FPS if you play at 1080. Yeah, um, I, I, will, I will take a... A lower resolution for, for always 60. Yes. Um, so with that, I'm, I'm buying it on PlayStation as sort of future proofing because I know that I'm yeah. going to PS5. And so I'll suffer through a couple months of poor performance knowing that I'm going to have a better performance on the PlayStation 5 when I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had one, uh, I'd say, I'd say one game breaking bug. Uh, that hopefully they fix. And it didn't happen until pretty late. We got through a lot of the game without it happening. But sometimes we'd load into a mission and one of our crew members couldn't see any of the loot. Yeah, yeah, that happened twice that night. Yes, yes. One it with happened. you and one with the other person. Yeah, Um, and I can... Or, I can yeah, yeah, we're like, it's not that you, like, you can't, like, the loot's there, but you can't see it. It's, the loot's not there for you at all. Yeah. Uh, and that's, oh, that's, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's no good. I would not have been as mad if it, cause when our, when it happened to our, uh, our friend, the, the other player, it was on a war zone. When it happened to me, it was on a vault mission where getting loot was 90. Yeah. It was on, we we're doing, it was on a secret mission, which is known to be like a good loot spot. Yeah. And just. I was getting loot spawns from killing enemies, but that was it. Uh, I didn't get any loot chests that, like... And I, I remember you saying afterwards that you didn't really get anything great from the loot chests anyways. But still, uh, yeah. they, they gotta fix that. That's gotta be fixed. That's In a game Bruh. that is so much about loot like this one is, that's a pretty big issue. Got stuck in, got stuck on a couple ledges a couple times. Okay. Especially when fighting oh. the warbot and in the the city area, when I was yeah. just stuck on that ledge, I just couldn't get off. What was I? We were we were we had just finished one little side objective, and we were going to yeah. another one. And I'm Iron Man, so I honestly I felt a little bad, but I don't give a fuck about the rest <laughs> of you. I took off 
Like, <laughs> the other people have to kind of traverse. Through yeah, the we have to, like, through. jump and shit. Yeah. And you need to follow, like, paths and stuff, kind of. And I just fucking took off. And I just hear Tyler going, I can't, I can't get up. I can't get up. And I, I fly back to where they are. And he's like, you're on, like, a ledge over the fucking lake or the, the river. Yeah. Just holding on to the ledge, and I keep seeing you try to pull yourself up, but the animation stops halfway through and puts you back down to the, like, ledge point. And you just... There was an issue where we, uh... um, There was an issue where you couldn't see Hulk. Yeah, I couldn't see... Uh, I couldn't see Hulk. All I could see from Hulk was if he grabbed a rock. I could see the rock and his, like, the chain accessories that were on his costume. I could see those moving around, but I could not see him. And uh, I had an issue where, and I mean, honestly, I think this is just something that's going to happen. It's not a, it's not a super like, it's not exclusive to this one. But one of the other players got stuck in an animation for me, and so while they were moving around, it was Hulk. Hulk had been holding onto the side of a wall, like he was perched on the side of a wall, and he got off the wall, but the animation didn't stop. So he was just floating through the air, moving around as if he was holding onto the side of the wall. Oh, nice. uh, yeah. And honestly, that's something that happens in a lot of online games. But all of this to say that while the game does have issues, uh, some pretty major ones, uh, with the performance and that, uh, box loot, loot glitch. Yeah. Minor ones, as in, uh, characters disappearing and just animation glitches and that kind of stuff. The core of the game itself, I think is solid. And yeah. as long as they can, you know, clean up the edges, I think the game's going to be people who are, really, people who man. are saying this, this, this plays worse than Anthem are nuts. They're yeah, crazy. No, I, I played oh, Anthem. Oh, is that a thing going around? Yeah. yeah no. People yeah, are it's saying a, it's, it's worse than Anthem. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think we played the same thing, dude. Dude, it's hilarious because Iron Man is more fun to play than Anthem was. Yeah, because Anthem has all the Iron Man movement, but then you like well, you Sean get into a counter and you're just you're just like shooting a gun or something. Anthem. Yeah, I fucking hate Anthem. I'm sorry. If you like Anthem, I'm real sorry, but uh, Bioware wait, 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 is listen. One let's of not get into this now. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm just gonna say Bioware is one of my favorite dev studios, and they never had a miss for me personally until Anthem. So mm. I liked Andromeda. Anyways, alright, let's move on from the Avengers beta. Yeah, it's fun. I can't wait to play more. Yes. Uh, alright, games we played this week. Brendan, let's start with you. What else have you played this week? What have I played this week? Um, so obviously, you know, played some Destiny, um, some, uh, some Halo there, you know, like we mentioned earlier. Um, more Modern Warfare. I've been playing more of that. Um, and Sean, you and I, we played some, uh, Far Cry 5. Oh yeah, we played the Vietnam DLC. Yeah, the Vietnam yeah. expansion, and that was a lot of fun. That oh. was a lot of fun. I, <laughs> oh you, man. You can call in airstrikes, and we were freeing a POW camp. Okay, let, just... let, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's elaborate. You, if you're the host, can, can call, call in airstrikes. airstrikes. If you're joining on your friend, you cannot. So Sean committed multiple war crimes <laughs> by just bombing fucking farms. I didn't farms. think it would kill the NPCs we were supposed to save. I thought it would only kill the bad guys. You called an airstrike on a thatch hut. What in do you think def- is going to happen? In, in my defense, it was an enemy-occupied thatch hut. 
with someone inside that we needed to rescue. So you go, all right, blow it to hell. I may have called in three separate airstrikes yes, on the one batch hunt too. I At first because there's like you know, um, have you ever played any of the Far Cry games, Tyler? Uh, I played the opening of Far Cry Five. Okay, because fucking um, Nancy. <laughs> Fucking Nancy. Um, so in Far Cry 4 and in Far Cry 5, um, and I'm pretty sure most of the Far Cry games, they have these like camps and stuff that if you go through, you can liberate them. It'll like open up parts of the map. You can unlock like weapons and exclusive things. It's that and the other. Yeah. Um, the Ubisoft thing. Exactly. Yeah. The typical Ubisoft stuff. Um, so, um, well, it's the same deal because the kind of premise behind this Vietnam DLC is like you're this, um, you know, you're a soldier and you've got a squad with you in your helicopter. Your helicopter gets shot down and you have to go through and you have to rescue. You can rescue other POWs, but you have to rescue your squad and then eventually meet up and then, you know, exfil and get out. Um, well, so we, you know, the first camp we come up on, Sean goes, Oh, hey, I can call in airstrikes. Let's check <laughs> this out and absolutely decimates this fucking camp <laughs> dude made it easier we fair. only had like three enemies left when we cleared the place fair but it's been an absolute blast so far we were uh, we were kind of crawling through we'd cleared this like one little house where these two enemies were and these enemies kind of came up the hill and sean and i were trying to sneak around and this guy ran and he stood right in between like the two of us and he didn't spot us, but we're both like, what the fuck? So we just yeah. beat him down with bamboo <laughs> sticks. Because <laughs> one of the melee weapons you get is just literally a shoot of bamboo, and you can just bludgeon people to death with it. Well, yeah. I mean, there was this one time we were walking down the road, and you were like, there was like a, a patrol coming at us, and you were like, I got this. You ran down the road, threw the bamboo stick into yes. the first guy's head, and then leapt on the second guy and just beat him to death with your fists. That I did, yeah. And didn't even pull out a gun. Just nope. threw the bamboo stick to kill the first guy and then jumped on the second guy yep. and beat him to death. And I was like, okay, all right, Brendan, you know, go I've off. Lo I've always loved Far Cry's, like, the way you can just be so creative with the combat. I've always loved that because I'm a huge fan of Far Cry 4. I played the shit out of that game. Um, I now have Far Cry 5, and I want to go back through and play more of it, because that game is actually a lot of fun. Um, but no, but this Vietnam expansion has been just an absolute blast so far. I want to get, I definitely want to get back in and go and, uh, yeah. play more. Yeah, we got about halfway through it. Yeah. One of the creepiest things that I, or, like, the scariest thing was, there's this part of the field, um, there are these, like, lighters you can go around and find around the map, so we were tracking them down, and we'd run into the middle of this, like, barren landscape that's just filled with this orange smoke. And it kind yeah. of bugged out on us because at first Sean was like, it's, you know, it's supposed to be like Agent Orange and it's like messing up your screen, you're coughing and everything. That didn't happen to me. I was just kind of slowly dying, but Sean's like freaking out. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't <laughs> even know what you're talking about. And then when we went through it a second time, it didn't happen to him, but it happened to me. So I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> you're like, oh, Sean, I know what you saw now. Yeah, I was like, this is horrifying, but no, it's definitely been a lot. Like, of like visuals that affect one person yeah. and not the other? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. reminds me of, like, uh, Dead Space 3, I think. Yeah. And that, that did it in a cool way. Uh, yeah. Anything else, Brendan? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't really think so, no. Um, you know, occasional match of league here and there, but, you know, you're gonna scold me for that. I will. 
Um, I think the only game that we haven't talked about that I played a bunch of this week was fucking Fall Guys, my guy. That game looks um, like a lot of fun. I'm gonna have to scoop it. Yeah, that. dude, That's you really gotta cool. scoop it. Uh, you gotta, first of all, uh, buy it on PC so we can fucking play with some other people. But, uh, also, okay, I'm gonna, so I'm I- I'm gonna turn my PlayStation on now and claim that and the yes. Modern Warfare 2, uh, campaign. <laughs> you should do that. I, I got it for free on, uh, PlayStation first and I played with, uh, the Anson Report guys, uh, they were streaming it and they were bringing in people to play. And I, I played, uh, and I got a dub, got a dub, my guy. Um, and I haven't won since. <laughs> and <laughs> I played like for three hours on Thursday. And then I played for like an hour and a half today on, uh, PC. I, I bought it on PC. I want to support the developers and I got it for free on PlayStation. So I was like, all right, I'll pick it up on PC. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you were actually, uh, he was in our other Discord earlier today, um, with some of our other friends, uh, and he was streaming it and we're all watching and I was watching it and I was like, you know what, this game actually looks like a lot of freaking fun. I might have to pick this up. Yes. So besides what we talked about, Fall, Fall Guys is really the only other game I played. It's a bunch of fun. Tyler, what have you been playing? So, uh, I'm doing this thing where I, I stopped playing every other PlayStation 4 game. Because uh, other than Overwatch, because there's an event going on and I need that Pharaoh skin, uh, because I need to beat Persona Five Royal. You did. I just, How I far just did need you to beat it. Uh, not farther than uh, uh, than where I was when I stopped. Uh, I stopped right after I beat Futaba's Palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hung out with her. We went to the beach. Now we're getting ready to go oh. to Hawaii. Oh, hi, Hawaii! So, is it is it Dude. the official beach episode? It is the official beach episode. Yes. <laughs> um, I am, I'm 99% sure this scene is in the original base Persona 5, so I'll just say it. But in Hawaii, um, my oh. fa- maybe one of my favorite scenes in the entire game is when you're in Hawaii, you're fucking just talking. Everybody's like, what should we do? What should we do? I don't know. What should we do? And then Yusuke walks in and is like, yes, what should we do? And everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, that, that scene is in the base game. Uh, His trip got uh, delayed or something, so they ended up going to Hawaii instead of L.A. Yeah, there was like a storm over L.A., so they landed in Hawaii instead. And I just love, I, I, because it's such a great scene, because he's like, yes, I think we should do this. And Ryuji's like, yeah, Yusuke, you're right. Wait a second, Yusuke! Because <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, Yusuke and, goes to a, an art school yeah. uh, that's different from the regular shit school we go to. God. Him and Tefumi. Yeah. Hey, don't be mean about the regular shit school we go to. It's not a great school. Miss Kawakami's pretty cool. Uh, so I'm playing Royal. Uh, basically, I'm just making sure I get the trophies. Uh, there were outside of outside of story trophies that you get automatically just by playing. Mm -hmm. There are ten trophies I need to get. Uh, and just by playing yesterday and someone today, I've gotten six of those ten. So the ones I need to get are score highest on my exams, which is easy because I cheat. Uh, <laughs> max out all social stats. I'm at four for all of them except for kindness, which is at three. So I'm, I'm still pretty good. Uh, evolve a party member's persona to level three, which will happen in the new semester. Completely changed kindness of mementos. I did that. Uh, just today. It's really easy if you pick the item route. Uh, beat the Reaper. I can wait on that. 
performer group guillotine, did that, used incense and lockdown, did the uh, the twins' social social link or confidant and did that. Mm-hmm. Score a prize in the crane game. Uh, that was really easy. I, I yeah. think it's a random chance to get it sometimes, like to not get a prize. I but, got it on my first go. Yeah, I definitely got a prize on my first go. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, okay. nice. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Catch a, catch a fish. Uh, that's also pretty easy. And then order from the special menu at the Maid Cafe, which uh, yes. I just went there five times in a row and yeah. knocked that one out. So I'm not too far from the plat once I do get going with the story. Don't forget to play the lotto. I've already done that. All right, good. I got real lucky on that lotto. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's hype. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you about that stuff. Yeah, me and my friend went because uh, I was asking about uh, the principal of the school. So I know what happens to him anyways. But yeah. I was asking about why he's in leagues with sort of the big bads. And yeah. I was like, because he's just a principal of a school. It doesn't really... Like, what kind of power does he have? And I, I found out that in Japan, he doesn't actually... He, he's never named in Japan at all. They just call him, like, Headmaster. He doesn't oh. have a name. Okay. So it's really weird. And there's a lot of weird stuff surrounding his him and his role to all of this. And so I'm going to keep looking into that. But that's it for Persona. I'm just going to keep going. Right now, I'm in Mementos uh, doing some side quests for Kawakami and Oya and finding some more stamps. All right. Uh, Anything else, game, that you want to talk about? Nope, that's it. All right. Uh, We're going to go to break really quick, and when we get back, we're going to go through the news that we have. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SCN Afterlife, our SCN Live After Show, where we talk about 
well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with a Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SCN After Live channel. Talk to you then. All right, we're back. Check out those shows. They're great. Uh, we're going to hit news bites. We don't really have a main topic for the show just because not a lot's going on, but we talked quite a bit uh, at the beginning of the show about the beta, so I think that kind of works as a main topic. News bites. I'm going to hit the kind of... I'm going to hit the less controversial ones first. All right, so we're going to start with sure. Sam Fisher coming to Rainbow Six Siege. The only reason I wrote this down is because it continues the long-running Ubisoft tradition of not making Splinter Cell games. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. They, they, didn't they just reveal... A new like siege game or something like 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 a mobile he's game. He's gonna be in like a mobile game with that the too. So I was yeah. like, yeah, it makes sense that he's they're putting him in the game. Anyways, guess they just don't have faith in Sam Fisher and his I own guess. game anymore. Which is weird. the thing is, is that they put him yeah, in everything else. They put him in um, what was it? Uh, Ghost Recon's Wildlands. There was a an entire separate uh like little expansion side mission thing that you could do. Where they brought in Sam Fisher, um, and he's in Breakpoint. Yeah, and he's in Breakpoint. Yeah, or was it Breakpoint that they brought? No, it was he's both, both. games. Yeah, yeah, he's in both. Yeah, because I know in Wildlands they also did one where it's two siege operators. Um, Caviera, which she's a Brazilian operator, where you're tracking her down. But yeah, it's I remember weird because it's just weird because you work with the French, and I'm like, why would you work with the French? But okay, um. <laughs> It's just a little side thing, but yeah, it that is kind of the long running saw. It's I think it's a practical joke in their offices if you mention uh, a Splinter Cell game because they'll probably just laugh at you and throw you out the third story window. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> uh, the other less scuffed piece of news is that Last of Us Part Two got an update that added grounded difficulty and a permadeath mode. I think that's kind of cool, touch. actually. As well, yeah. as- that would be so uh, cool if you did, though, because I know I, that would be really interesting to see. Yeah, no, I'm never fucking touching that, but somebody else will. Uh, sorry, Tyler, what were you saying? They added, like, infinite ammo modes and yes. all this other stuff as well. Yeah, a bunch of, uh, like, unlockable modes that you can play with, which is, um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I know I mean, people play grounded and permanent at the same time, Sean. Uh, never gonna happen. Oh, so, uh, something, because have you guys. I know you've played both of the Last of Us games. Did you play the first one, or have you played any of the games, Tyler? I'm I'm just curious. I know of them. Uh, I mean, okay. I've seen them all the way through, but I, I've never played them myself. Okay, because um, what was it? There, uh, damn. I know in the Uncharted games there were they call them like little cheats or something that you could do, and I didn't know yeah. if it was like a reoccurring thing with Naughty Dog games where, like, I know in. Like in the original Modern Warfare game, there was a cheat mode you can turn on, or like the different cheats and stuff you could turn on, where one of them was just paintball, so all the guns were just paintball guns or something, even though you're just murdering Russians left and right. Um, so I didn't know if, I know like the Uncharted games, they do little things like that, I didn't know if they had that in uh, Last of Us. Uh, I don't think the cheat stuff was in the first one, but permanent no. and they were there, I believe. Yeah, I believe Grounded was there at launch. Yeah, I think so. On on uh part one but yeah i don't think there were cheat modes in 
part one, but I think it's a cool. I think it's a cool thing to add. I I'm a big uh, proponent of bringing back in-game cheat modes. Uh, I think those are always kind of fun as long as they're unlockable in some way. Bring back cheat codes. Cheat codes too. Bring, bring those yeah, back. No, I'm just going to sketchy websites to get all my cheat codes to write them down. <laughs> or you have your San Andreas cheat sheet where you've got like seven oh, notebook Jesus. pages written down. <laughs> or when you go to the uh, the book fair and they sell those books. Oh yeah, cheat codes for a bunch of games. I still have what is it? Super I have a book. 2007. Yeah, I have. I think it's Guinness Book of World Records top video games from like 2006. And I was just super happy because the game that won was Halo. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Because I was going through, it's like, all oh, these other games suck. But there's, like, really great quality games in there that I've either, either played or I've seen gameplay of. And I'm like, wow, they only put it down that low. But then I'm like, I was also, like, eight years old back then. So, <laughs> but, oh, man. Right, let's just go to a book fair now. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm hyped. Uh, delays. Two delays yeah. this week. Um, one of them is less important than the other. Uh, Vampire no. the Bloodlines 2 was delayed. Uh, most important one. Yeah. That's the most important one. No, I, that came- I was gonna say, I was gonna say, which one's the important one and which one's the non-important one? <laughs> well, look, I, I, I thought Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2 looked cool. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'm fine with waiting for it. It's basically now, like the, how, what Cyberpunk is doing with the, uh, yeah. With the like lifestyle stuff, which uh, mm-hmm. that thing happened this week, I didn't watch it. I don't. I don't care. care. Yeah, I'll play the game when it comes out. I don't really care about finding anything else about it. To be but, honest, uh, they've been doing that for a while. It, it looks cool, but you know, delay it. That's fine. Make it better. Now, here's the thing that's a little scuffed. Uh, Halo Infinite was delayed into 2021. Uh, yeah. My first thought when I saw that was. All right, good. The game looked rough. It could use some polish. Yeah, and I will say that that was a like it was like the only really running version of the game that they had. So they have been working on it from what I have heard because I mean, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, obviously, you know, like the Craig meme of the brute, like everybody realized that and a lot of people like this, that and the other. It did look scuffed, but I'm like, you know what? I know, like, you know, because they'd even said they were, like, I think it was, like, an alpha, like, a pre-alpha or something. It's, like, the only version running that they had. So I wouldn't be surprised if they showed, like, seven more ga- minutes of gameplay where you just fall through the map or things just <laughs> don't load in correctly. <laughs> but Stuff already I, wasn't loading in correctly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But I am glad that they did delay it just because I want them, you know, to hammer out the, you know, fine print of things and, you know, work out any kinks and stuff like that. That's about yeah it is, maybe it's going to make the the launch of the series x a little bit harder for some people a little bit yeah in terms of decision i mean because the thing is too is that like you know i've talked to sean about this before this and the other when it really the way i kind of view it is like you know it's like playstation has their own ex- exclusives but xbox doesn't really have exclusives anymore because you can just get everything on pc and honestly it's like if I'm going to debate between getting it on Xbox or PC, I'm going to get it on PC because I know the games can actually run and perform better on a PC setting as opposed to a console that's locked at certain frame rates and stuff like that. So I'm like, and you know, it doesn't have as, you know, it doesn't have as much, you know, it's not as beefy on the inside as, you know, a computer is. So I'm like, you know what, I'd rather just get it on PC. Um, But yeah, no, I'm, 
I'm actually, you know, when I heard about that, I was like, eh, all right, you know, not a big deal. You guys actually beat me to it. I was going to post something about it in the, the Discord, and then I saw both of you posted something like an hour before I did, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. You know, I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, oh my God, you guys are the leg, halo, and flip my shit. No, I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, I, you know, I'm glad because I want them to work things out and, you know, make make sure things are polished up nice. But I just hope they don't pull a cyberpunk and delay it indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. So here are yeah. the here are the launch tiles for each for each one. I'm gonna exclude uh, third party stuff that comes to both. Sure. So we have for Xbox we have uh, we have uh, the Ascent, we have the Medium, we have Call of the Sea. And we have Scorn. Yakuza Like a Dragon with Yakuza 7 is also there uh, as a next-gen, like they have next-gen exclusive rights for a while. Wait, are you... I don't think Scorn is launching with the Series X. Uh, yeah, no, Scorn oh. was the H.R. Geiger game that they showed cinematics for. I don't... I don't think that's launching with the Series X. Just I think that's... Says that's a launch title. Yeah, no, I think that's 2021 or 2022. 2021 at the earliest. They didn't show any gameplay from that. It was complete, like, no in-engine stuff either. It was all cinematic. And then for PlayStation 5, we have Deathloop. Yeah, I'm excited for that. So is Deathloop a a PS5 exclusive? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it coming to PC too? I think so, yeah. but PS5, wow! I'm surprised actually. Wait, wait. So it's coming to PC and and PS5, but no Xbox. It's on a timed console exclusive, so it'll come to Xbox. Oh later. right, right. I forgot they were doing that. Okay. Jet the Far Shore, whatever that one is. Uh, Observer System Redux. Uh, Astro's Playroom, of course. Godfall, <laughs> and Marvel Spider-Man: Mal Morales. I feel like I'm the only one here that has any real interest in Godfall. <laughs> no, oh, I, I'm definitely interested. I'm definitely interested in Godfall. That's a PS5, right? Yeah, because I like the armors in it. I just think I yeah. think it's PS4 as well. I think they just need okay. to show because I think yeah, I think I've asked this before, but we're all getting PS5s here or yeah. plan to at least. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Because I mean, if any of you guys get Godfall on ps4 or ps5 or whatever definitely let me know because i will definitely scoop that up and mess around with it because it looks like a lot of fun actually i just yeah. hope it's not like terribly scuffed halo, uh, infinite, halo infinite getting delayed sucks for the xbox series x launch i does, don't yeah, it does. sorry not to sidetrack i don't think it's going to i i don't think it'll dip into the series x sales in a way that is like all right, I'm not buying a Series X. I'm going to buy a PS5 instead. I don't think that's going to happen. I think people who are already in that ecosystem and want to stay in that ecosystem will probably stay in that ecosystem. Yeah, because you know what I do think getting it on Xbox One, Series X, or or PC. Right. What I yeah, Yeah. what I do think is going to happen is people are going to wait to upgrade to the Series X from the one. I don't think we'll see anybody jump over to PlayStation from this, but I do think that the Series X will launch with lower sales just because people are going to wait on actually picking it up because yeah. there's not enough stuff on it to make it worth the, the, the payment. 
it'll probably yeah. just impact the people who are who are already going to buy both, and they usually pick one at the start and they get the other mm-hmm. one later. It'll probably impact those people, but not yeah. you know not someone who's yeah. just going to buy one anyways. Yeah, you know, because the P- yeah, because the PS Five's you know it's coming out and it's got a lot of stuff kind of coming with it. So definitely, I feel like I, I do agree. I feel like in the or well, not like it's not like. 8,000 titles are releasing right at the, you know, the thing. But I feel like at the beginning, PS5 sales will definitely be higher than Series X. But then, you know, like you guys said, after waiting a little bit, then the Series X might go up. I mean, I just have a feeling that at the beginning, like once the console's released, in my opinion, I think the PS5 is definitely going to skyrocket parts before. Because the PS4 did as well. Yeah, but I, I think, th- I mean, if you compare this generation to the last generation, I would bet that there's less launch titles this generation for both consoles than there were last yep. generation. That might be to do with the timing. It might be to do with the fact that this generation, their big thing is you can play your games on our, on the next console. Yeah. They're, they're not really that concerned with what new games you can play on there. It's, or what games you can play exclusively on there. It's here are the new games that are coming out for both and you can continue to play on your PlayStation right. 5 for free. Right. Um, and you know, one thing, you know, this yeah. generation. And one thing, like I said, when we were talking about Valhalla and that interests me is will it kind of transfer your data over or do you have to start all over again? Cause you know, like I hope I would I assume, hope, I, you know, with like, like, like clouds, yeah, like cloud saving yes. and stuff, because I really suck if you're not like, you know, like, like I said, when we talked about Valhalla uh, a few episodes back, like you're in the middle of playing Valhalla and you get pretty far and then it's like you get like a PS5 for your birthday or for Christmas or something. Then you start playing and you're like, oh, cool. You get like the, you know, upgrade or whatever. And then you have to start all over again. I'd be like, fuck I, that. I, <laughs> I will say I would not be shocked if it requires a PlayStation Plus membership to. It more than likely will. To to download your PS4 saves from the cloud to the or they might even make something new that you have to pay for on top of PS Plus. Uh, no, I don't think they'll do another one on top of PS Plus. It'll either be PS Plus or it'll be a free additional service separate from PS Plus. Um, I could see it going either way. But let's talk about the slightly less scuffed thing, and then we'll get into the really scuffed thing. Um, Fortnite was banned from the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Yeah. Uh, Epic Games is, they filed a legal complaint. Um, I don't know if that's like actually suing them. I have no idea what the I, actual legal status I, is. I, of what I, they're I, doing. I don't know what the legal ramifications are, or, I, or, they what, filed a complaint. Yeah. I don't. They filed, yeah, they filed yeah. something because I know there's the whole thing now on, what is it? Hashtag save Fortnite or yeah. whatever it's so called. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, Epic Games introduced a direct payment method in Fortnite on the Apple, on iOS and Android that would allow you to buy V-Bucks and or just buy in-game content directly through this, uh, this, through the, through the, through the app instead of doing in-app store purchases. Right. This was cheaper because Apple takes a 30% cut of all uh, in-game purchases. app store purchases. Yeah. All app store purchases. Oh, all um, app store purchases in general. Anything okay, you buy, anything you buy on the app store, they take a 30% cut of. Wow. And they also, I, I don't know what the percentage is for Google Play, but they presumably take a similar percentage. I think it's... Probably a little less. It might, might be a little less. I don't want to give Google the benefit of the doubt, but I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they probably are taking less than Apple. Um, so 
this is in violation of Apple's uh, terms of service. And I, I guess it's also in violation of Google's because they removed Fortnite from both stores first. Apple that was, did. yeah, that was just they, uh, the Google Play Store. They did that actually after Apple did. I think it was like either it was a little while after. It wasn't like one after the other, but I mean, it was, it wasn't like super quick, um, but it was pretty close in proximity because it's like Apple removed it. And then I think like maybe a day later at the most, uh, Google removed it as well. Yeah, it was later that night. It, it yeah, it's crazy. Okay, okay. Fortnite came out swinging. They had some weird shit ready for this. They like they're comparing really it to did. 1984, which is like. Mm, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really understand. Like, it's just Fortnite, guys. I, I don't, don't understand like... what that reference is. I don't. I mean, I watched that little trailer they had, and at first I thought it was like. Wasn't it like an old, <laughs> like an old, an, an old uh, Apple commercial, right? So that is what they, they, they parodied an old Apple commercial that is referencing the book 1984, which is just, it's like, it's like corporations controlling the world. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause that's everything. the vibe I kind of got from it. And also that thing they had at the end there, that little which, message or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Apple isn't technically a mega corporation, but they're but they are trying their hardest to be one. Uh, they, they are pretty big, so. Yeah. Well, mega um, corporation, I believe you have to have a monopoly. And Apple technically does not have a monopoly. Disney's uh, slowly on the rise of having Disney a monopoly. Disney is fucking, <laughs> Disney is much closer to being a mega corporation than, uh. Yeah, cause they've got, they've got Fox. Mega corporations are technically illegal. Yeah. Cause, uh, cause they've got Fox, Marvel, there's Disney itself, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, but. Oh yeah. Epic has definitely been prepping for this. They they had a whole fucking uh, publicity yeah, campaign yeah. ready when this which thing is hit. which is odd because then I guess this means that something's been brewing for a little while and they were just waiting for sort of this tipping point. Then then just be like, all right, open the floodgates and spam everything with this. But who knows? Yeah, it's it's a business versus a business. It's Fortnite, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But they're I mean, definitely not going to make it that. Like you can already tell with like they played that ad in Fortnite. Like they they're they're not they're trying they're trying to get their fan base, which is mostly younger kids, super yeah, which, involved in this. Which Epic I think Games is, little, is being oppressed, guys. Yeah. You don't understand. Which I think is a little awkward because if your main demographic is like I'd say probably ten to like eighteen year olds, most of them. Like, especially the younger populace, like that 10 to sort of 15, they probably don't really fully understand what's going on. So they're just kind of like, why is, they're probably just in their heads thinking, oh, Apple is bad as they play on their iPhone X, you know, S's and whatnot. But I I feel like, yeah, it's a little interesting. Like, obviously, their older demographic is like, yeah, they're going to be like, okay, like they understand what's going on, but people who are older know what's going on. But, you know, like you guys, or, you know, like we were saying, like that younger age group, they're probably not going to really understand and they probably don't care. <laughs> They'll probably just be more bummed that they can't play Fortnite when they're in the car <laughs> more than anything, but who knows. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's Fortnite. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll be fucking very public. Uh, all right. And now for the more scuffed thing. Because Tyler and I disagree on this. 
<laughs> uh, Control Ultimate Edition, and I'm going to just lay out the facts first, and then Brendan, you will comment on it, because I think you're the only one that doesn't know what's up yet with this. I have no fucking idea. Um, <laughs> I've never even so, played Control. I know nothing about it. So, Control is releasing a Ultimate Edition this, uh, what, what day? August 27th on Steam. Uh, and then September 10th on Xbox Game Store, uh, or sorry, Epic Game Store, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Uh, so it is a $60, I believe. Let me $40. Ask, 40 okay, so it's $40, right? So $40, and it is Control and all the expansions. So the two okay. expansions and the updates that they released for the game. Okay. So that is what you are buying for $40. Okay. Now, the scuffed part is yeah, that where, the where ultimate the edition, the ultimate edition is the only way that you can get a free upgrade to PlayStation 5. Oh, so, if you, if okay. you spent $60 on control and then however much the expansion pass was and you bought both control and all of the DLC, you will not get a free upgrade to PlayStation 5 unless you, you spend another $40, $40 yeah. to repurchase all of the content that you already own for the same system that you already have it on. And like, that's, if they were adding, that's a little scuffed. If they were adding more content with the ultimate edition, I would say, you know what? All right. I'll, I'll accept it. Um, if they were saying that if you already own everything, your game will be converted to the Ultimate Edition. You'll log into your library and Control will be replaced with Control Ultimate Edition if you already own everything. I think right. that'd be a great way to go about it. And then you get your free upgrade. Uh, this, this, I don't, I, I, I can't get behind this. It doesn't seem like 5 or sorry, uh, Remedies, who are the developers. I don't think it's Remedies' choice. I think it's probably more on the publisher because Remedies is a very consumer-friendly uh, developer normally. So I think this is probably more on 505 Games, who's the publisher, but I, I don't, I, I don't think that's acceptable. Um, Tyler, you don't care, you said. My, my thought process, right, is that this Ultimate Edition is for people who haven't played the game yet, right? Yes. There's nothing new in it. It's yes. just, it's just the DLCs and, and the game and the, game. And the updates. Right. Yeah. So right. if you've already bought the game and, the uh the season passed and the only thing you haven't played is the the upcoming DLC the yeah. AWE expansion. Yeah. But if you have the season pass you've already paid for. Yeah. So it, it, this isn't for someone who's already bought and and completed the game as much as they could so far. And so I I didn't like I didn't expect it to get like an upgrade anyways. The game came out last year. Uh so this uh, this edition is coming Closer to console launch, I believe it's it's more in line with having something that upgrades to to the next gen consoles. But I do think it's not cool to like even if to like have it be the only way to upgrade. Like even if they That's charge nice. you a couple a couple bucks to like upgrade it, yeah, just I'd just be more to like that. just to have your your base control be on parity with the ultimate edition. Uh, that would be more more. Not more good. That's not a word. It'd be better. <laughs> Come on, time for, for the for the people who've already bought it. But right. yeah, I still think it's it's just not an addition meant for someone who's probably already completed completed most of the things that 
the game has to offer. Really. I yeah, I think the issue lies in it being the only path to a uh, yeah, PlayStation Five upgrade. That's not because fair. If the Ultimate Edition was coming out and they were saying, you buy the Ultimate Edition, you get a PS4 or PS5 and Xbox Series X upgrade, and also your regular game, if you own the base game and all of the DLC, is going to get a free upgrade as well, I'd be praising them. Because then they're giving people a cheaper alternative to get into the next-gen version with the $40 one, while still giving people that already spent close to $100, probably around 80 uh, I'd assume the expansion pass is around $20. Right. About $80 to buy it in the first place, right? Uh, Control has it didn't sell extremely well, but critically it did I great heard, and also yeah, have a very rabid fan base. Yeah, and I heard that the fan base, it's got a, yeah, I, I knew about that. Um, but I heard that a lot, I saw a little bit of gameplay of it, but I heard that from all the people that played it, they said it was freaking awesome. Yeah, I've played a bit of it. It's it, really cool. No, oh, okay. I think it's great. Um, I think that it's one of the the only games where I will sit down and I pick up a a like a document and I will sit there and just read it. Yeah, because it's, it's cool. All it's interesting cool stuff. It's like you're like that guy who went through and read every book in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian David Gilbert, the man. Um, but yeah, it's I think cool. that's they've got to they got to come up with something. Even if it's if you already own everything, then you get a free upgrade to the ultimate edition that will then lead into because Witcher did that. If you yeah. owned all the Witcher DLC, you your fucking thing just became the game of the year edition. Uh it's not unprecedented. It's something they could do. Uh it's just it honestly, it feels like they're trying to make more money because it didn't sell well to begin with. Or it didn't yeah. sell as well as they would have liked. And they're trying to make up for that with the next gen version. And I don't, I just don't think it's cool that people that spent around $80 won't be able, would have to spend another 40 to get a PlayStation 5 version. Um, again, if there was new content with it. If they said DLC 3 is exclusive to the PlayStation 5 version, I still think $40 would be really steep, but I, I wouldn't mind a paid upgrade to PlayStation 5. Like, if we believe the rumors about Miles Morales, it's gonna be a, it's gonna come with a remastered version of, um, Spider-Man PS4, and what you're really paying for is the Miles Morales content at that point. Um, something like that, I think, yeah. would have been more acceptable in my opinion. But I just, the way that it played out, I, I think that's not... I think it's scuffed, and I hope that they reconsider. Yeah, because that, that does really suck because of the fact that it's like, if you... You know, because... You're spending probably close to like a hundred dollars on this game already. Yeah, around eight. Let me, because uh, I feel you know it'd probably be close to like eighty to a hundred like dollars. That's the season pass is twenty four ninety nine, so it's about eighty five dollars. That's scuff to turn around and then it's like, oh, okay, if I want a free upgrade to the PS five like edition, I have to spend another forty dollars. So and that's again, about. That's about like $125 to $130 you have to spend just to get a free upgrade. I feel like I, I, I do get, you know, well, like what you were saying, Kyler. It's like if you've never played this game before, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. For $40, you can buy the game 
get the game and all of its expansions instead of turning around buying the game individually then buying the season pass individually and then yeah you get a free upgrade to it but it's like what about the people from day one man like it seems like you just kind of left them in the dust i think that's the biggest thing especially with this fan base because that fan base that was there day one is what kept this game on the map again it didn't like didn't sell great but people are so fucking obsessed with this game and so in love with it that word of mouth has kept it relevant a year later whereas any other game in this state that launched the way that this one did would not would not still be being talked about at this point probably would not get a playstation 5 upgrade at all right so the fact that it's what who's being punished are those fans that have kept this so like alive i think that's even a bigger slap in the face and again, I don't see this being remedy. I see this being more on the publisher trying to make a cent when they didn't make a whole lot last year. Um, I just hope that it, I hope that they reconsider. They change the path to free upgrade. Uh, I like the idea of the ultimate edition as a cheaper way for people to get everything that other people already own. It's just a matter of making sure that the people that already own it get that PlayStation Five copy. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my whole thing on it. Uh, any anything else, Tyler? Or I haven't even beaten yeah. normal control, dude. Yeah, I kind of want to wait until PS5 version comes out now and play it there. You might as well. Yeah, I mean, if you if yeah if you ha- if you if you do already own it and you want that PS5 version, I'd say just wait for the PS5 version. Yeah. Don't worry about buying a second copy for the the upgrade cuz yeah. at what point does that make, right? Yeah. That's true. All right, we're going to upcoming re- release Oh my god, we're going to hit upcoming releases and then we're going to head out of here. August 18th, Microsoft Flight Simulator launches on Windows. On August 20th, Battletoads releases for Windows and Xbox One. Battletoads um August 21st, New Super Lucky's Tale is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. I believe that's a Switch title. Uh, uh, New Super Lucky's Tale was first. Super Lucky's Tale was originally on Xbox One. That was an exclusive. The New Super Lucky's Tale came out, and that hit the Switch. Yeah. And now we're going back to PS4 and Xbox One. I remember... I think, Brendan, one of our friend's girlfriend played that at uh, E3 last year. Which one? New, uh, new Super Lucky's Tale? Yes, uh, they did. Yeah. With the squirrel. Uh, yeah, with the squirrel. And then Samurai Jack Battle Through Time also releases on August 21st for Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Tyler, are you going to cop it? Yes. All right. Well, Best Samurai we'll, game this year. Maybe you'll be able to talk about it a little bit next week, if not week after that. So, so uh, No, I, I, I can't play it, though. That's the point. I, I can't play oh. it. Unless I buy it for Switch, then... I can, play, can't. I can play Switch games. Oh, because you can't play any PlayStation games unless it's uh, Persona 5 Royal. Yeah, that's true. Of course. There you go. All right, Brendan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, so you can find me on uh, Twitter. It's uh, Zodiac underscore uh, 70. Yeah, it's kind of the same place as usual. Tyler, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. In my bio, you'll be able to find the other places that you can find me, like Ride or Die, which is a Comrade podcast. I do with our mutual friend Mike. 
Trouble to Tipton, that means Sean do, which is about Zach and Cody, and all the angles that I do with my friend Zero and Sly, where we talk about games and uh, anime and everything else that just kind of crosses our mind. All so right. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Uh, at Too Many Sean, Star Wars, The Clone Wars podcast, I do both Tyler and Brendan have been on now. And you guys are going to have to come back at some point because maybe we'll even get you guys on together. That would be hell. Oh, that would be, um, that would be hell for, for the two of you. That would be fucking awful. Uh, also at, uh, Go Into the Grid is the Power Rangers recap podcast I do with Mike Mixtape, who's also on this feed. And you guys can find this show and others on the Merc with Movie blog podcast feed, which which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. And you guys can also follow Merc with the Movie blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. See ya. Game Over.